3: the volume the draymond green show is presented by fanduel it's nfl playoff time no better place to get in on the action than fanduel fanduel app is safe you get paid fast a lot of ways to play the spread the money line team totals players props a lot of stuff over unders jump into the action Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. FanDuel now live in Ohio.
4: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. We have a great top of the show today. A few things going on around the NBA. Um, Our win yesterday versus the Thunder was a Good win for us. I think that's our first time winning back-to-back road games, they said, this year. Um, winning four out of the last six games. And the two we lost, we gift wrap to the team. But we'll get into that first. Uh, let's get some housekeeping things out the way. This is your reminder that the top of our shows will be live, as this one is live today on Amazon. Amp, before they go out on your regular podcast platforms, You'll be able to get a first listen at Amazon Amp if you want to check that out. And we may be doing some merch giveaways on Amp, so there's an incentive for you to possibly check it out on Amp, merch giveaways, fun stuff. Uh, Also, Jackson, We'll be saying what's up to y'all in the chat, but let's get straight into the business. If you love the Dubs, you know that January is a key month for us. Big matchups at home against Phoenix, Brooklyn, Memphis, and on the road against teams like Boston and Cleveland. Going to be a lot of fun to watch on television, but what if you actually could be at those games? For last-minute amazing deals on tickets, not just to the Dubs games, but your favorite NBA team, check out Game Time, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. And it doesn't stop with the NBA. Game Time has tickets to the NFL playoffs, NHL, and college basketball games. Even concerts and comedy shows, too. So if you're in New York and you want to go see the Knicks take on Cleveland or the Lakers, Game Time has you covered. Or if you want to see Adam Sandler live tonight, this weekend, anytime soon, download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code GREEN in all caps for $20 off your first purchase. Terms may apply. Again, create an account, enter the code GREEN, that's G-R-E-E-N, for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Warriors' road win over the Thunder. Uh, That moves, like I said, that's uh, four out of six. For the Dubs, that moves us into fifth. Wow. Fifth place in the West. After all of that. Let's not get our hopes up too high, as we all know. Uh, The difference between 5th and 11th is like one game. Um, Maybe eleven is an exaggeration, but you get the point. Uh, So it's important that we continue to put these wins wins together. But I thought uh, last night in OKC, uh, we got off to a really great start. I was looking. I saw something interesting on the box score yesterday. OKC won the second, third, and fourth quarter. Now, albeit one of them was like by a point and blah blah, whatever they won the first, second, and third quarter. But we got off to such a great start. Um, I thought in that first quarter especially, like we had the ball humming. Defensively, we were locked in. Um, offensively, the ball was just flowing. We were getting out in transition because we were getting stops. We weren't fouling. Um, and they struggled to keep up with the speed a bit. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, their coach. Didn't call many timeouts, and tried to run with us. I I I I knew that would change when, at the end of the first quarter, I looked down at their bench. Now, shout out to young fella—he's having an incredible year. All star will be an all star, as we all know. Shout out to young fella Shea. I looked down at their bench at the end of the first quarter, and Shea was down there like this. Now he had both hands stretched back like this, and I said, "Whoa!" They're gonna keep trying to play at this pace. I also thought it was interesting because they had been starting, um, you know, as you know, they have two Jalen Williams on their team. They had been starting both Jalen Williams, and they took the the bigger Jalen Williams out, uh, the, the the big man, and they started small. Now me and Loon always had this running joke about <laughs> all these guards in the NBA. And I was no more big man. So, Luna and I laughed about that. But I thought it was interesting because what they were pretty much saying was that they were going to match speed for speed. And they actually fare better when the bigger Jalen Williams is on the floor. He shot, he shot the ball really well last night, too. But it was just interesting to see the theory. Like, most teams... Usually go bigger. They tried to match small, and I felt like if they would have kept if they would have kept matching us up small, like trying to match small groups, I thought we were about to run them out the gym and beat them by forty. But they switch. They switched their game plan, and you know Shea got going. I think we we had we had him bottled up really well in the first quarter. He got a couple buckets there in the second quarter. Uh, they kind of got him going, and then he finished the game with thirty one, pretty much right around his average uh, on the year, but. Man, I was uh, really impressed with the development. You know, we've all been watching Shay develop at this race since, I mean, pretty much since his rookie year. I remember playing him in the playoff series with the Clippers uh, before he got traded for Paul George, in the Paul George trade. And he's been improving. But I was really impressed with the improvement of, improvement of Josh Giddey. Uh Last year, when Josh Giddey first came into the league, he was really a, really a pass first guy. And um, still pass first, still looking to set other guys up, but it's like that that he's he's gotten that floater down. Like if I'm watching the game, mid ranges and and floaters, he's he's gotten that shot down. And at six six or six seven, for him to have like get to be able to get into the lane and shoot that floater consistently, like consistently, like he's been doing. That's going to be dangerous um, because n- what that'll mean is if he can continue to do that, you have a guy in Shea and him who can get to their spot and get to the shot they want to get to at will, which as you continue to build that team out, let's not forget they got Chet Holmgren on the bench. Uh, as, as Chet comes in and get his feet wet and, you know, obviously you still got to become the player that everyone think you are, which I don't doubt that he will, Um just the raw skill that he has at that size, I think is absolutely incredible. Josh can really get everyone else involved. So you still have a traditional point guard in a sense that will come down, not even think about his shot at all, get everyone else involved. But that ability to get to that shot when you can't get everyone else involved, that's going to be very critical. And as his career goes on, even if he just plays the traditional point guard and get others involved and never go shot first, he with with having that, he'll average somewhere between 14 and 18 points a game. That's without even having a score-first mindset he can do that. Now, he continues to get better. That shot continues to get better. And it can be even more. <laughs> so I think, you know, that OKC team and, and what they're doing, um, it can get interesting. Uh, it can get very interesting. And then, as you know, they have some young guys like um, Zhang, who r- we really can't even tell yet if they're going to pan out or not. So say they do. Um can get interesting. So I, I that was – you know, I really uh, enjoyed playing against those guys last night. You, you continue to see their growth. Uh, they're right in the thick of things. You know, I spoke about the game apart or – you know, they're right in the thick of things in the playoff hunt, which I think is absolutely amazing. Uh, so, very fun game to play in last night. Like I said, I thought our start was great. Uh, and, and the way we closed the game out was great. Obviously, they have made their run. They cut the lead to two, possibly even tying the game up. And, you know, we made our run, pushed it back out to eight. And once we pushed it to eight, um, you know, that was kind of a wrap, and, and they couldn't get back in after that. But, def- fun game. And, a much-needed win for us. Uh, put two in a row, you know, two in a row together on the road is big. Now, in saying that, to start this road trip two and with a win tomorrow, and and um, here in Minnesota, tip off the NBA season with FanDuel,
3: America's number one sports book. New customers get 150 bucks in free bets guaranteed. 150 bucks when you place your first $5 bet. Plus, FanDuel's the only sportsbook gives all its customers three months of NBA League Pass. Cool. When they make a $5 bet, that's all in the NBA. That way you can watch all the action you bet on. Everything from money line to point spreads, to totals. Don't miss your chance. $150 in free bets plus three months of NBA League Pass. Gotta put in the promo code COLIN. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-NY 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline one tennessee Visit 1-80-Gambler.net in West Virginia.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge.
2: <sighs> Much better.
0: 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. Come on!
4: You know, and, and looking ahead to the Minnesota game, uh, obviously they're still without Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards is having an incredible season. And since Carl Towns has been out, he's really picked up his scoring. Uh, he's picked up his aggressiveness. And, you know, it's it's very interesting because it's almost as if the paint was clogged when Cat was playing, and obviously they have Rudy. It's almost as if the paint was clogged. But, as we all know, Carl shoot the lights out of the ball. But where it gets interesting is the spacing. Because the four usually is in the trail spot, right? Like, the four isn't, especially not Carl any times, most of his threes come from above the break. And so he's not really in the corner. He's always in the trail spot. And what that does for driving angles for Ant, like even if you have to honor Carl Towns, if you have to honor Carl Towns and maybe not help as much, it still clogs it up a little bit. It puts someone in gaps and takes away some of the driving angles. So to see that now there's only one traditional big out there with Rudy and Ant's flourishing, and I also think when Rudy missed some games the Cat was playing and was flourishing, it's an interesting take because my first take when, when the trade happened with Rudy was that you're going to two traditional bigs and you have a very dominant guard, young, number one pick, kind of showing you he's ready to take the reign and putting him out there with two traditional bigs. What's that going to do for his driving lane? And so it's been interesting just to see that dynamic on, like, whichever big has been, he's been more aggressive and been able to get more into the paint. And so that's going to be something to reckon with. Uh, We have not played this group yet with only one big. So it will be interesting to see um, the difference in Anthony Edwards as opposed to the Anthony Edwards that we saw at the beginning of the year when we won here in Minnesota. Uh, looking forward to that. But in saying that, as I always say, we come out, we take care of our business. We play Warriors basketball. I have no doubt in my mind that we'll be successful in that. Now, for a little bit of your NBA controversy this week. Um, It came out the other day that Memphis uh, bookkeeper, stat keeper, is under fire for padding Jaron Jackson Jr.'s stats that's interesting the reason that's interesting is because number one um if you don't know i mean we we live it every night apparently i needed to get seven and a half points last night i only got seven how do i know that because people talk so crazy on your social media when they bet and they don't successfully um when they don't successfully complete their bets. Like, oh, it's Draymond, you suck. You only have seven points. But it's like, actually you suck at betting because just like I only had seven points and it was seven and a half, you could have very well chose under seven and a half and you chose seven and a half over. Does that make me dumb and sorry or does that make you dumb and sorry at betting? Because you actually made that decision. So I think more so, you should credit Vegas for putting the line right there and like fought yourself because you chose the over. Like, you can't. <laughs> People are notorious at gambling, like, pointing the finger to someone else. Like, hey, you had a choice. The choice was very simple. Either I think Raymond's gonna score eight points, or I think he's gonna score seven points. Regardless of what I score, you made that decision. So you're actually bad at what you do. Like, just because I score seven points, Doesn't actually make me bad at what I do. It makes you bad at what you do because you lost your money. You can't get mad at me. Anyway, back to what I was speaking about in the first place, which is the Jaron Jackson stats being padded. Number one, let's say this. Super happy for Jaron. That's my young fella. That's my young Spartan dog. I'm always rooting for him. So do I think his stats are padded? I don't watch all of their games. I can't say if they are or not. But what I do know is Jaron is a hell of a defender. Um, the majority of his stats are blocks, and Jaren gets a lot of blocks. As I've said on this podcast before, one of my problems with Jaren is he goes for every block. And being as great a defender as he is, he doesn't have to go for every block. So if I see a game where I'm like, oh, man, Jaren has a lot of blocks, that's very realistic because he goes after a lot of blocks and he's very... I mean, much more than capable of getting a ton of blocks. That's a skill that he has. So I can't sit here and say, oh, man, his stats are padded. But the reason that's interesting is because, number one, you think um, when when you're speaking of defensive player of the year votings and all of those things, quite frankly, blocks and stuff matters, which is crazy. And, you know, it's just like points, like, You know, people will see, oh, man, this guy has 17 points. Da-da-da. That guy may be playing awful and may not be helping that team at all and may be getting garbage points. But if they see they have 17 points, it's like, oh, man, that's great. People look at defense like, oh, look at that. He has such-such blocks and such-such steals. That doesn't necessarily mean this guy was good defensively. Not saying Jaron, just saying in general. Stats don't always tell the story. I've had games this year where I've, completely locked down the defense side of the ball, anchored the defense very well, and had one steal and zero blocks. Now, where we're calling the question is if I really only had one steal and really had zero blocks. But in saying that, that is what's on the stat sheet, and I know what I did on this game defensively. But voters, they look at those things. Like, you look at Rudy Gobert, he won, like, what, three defensive player of the year because of blocks. And, you know it matters to people. It it, it, it really matters to people the stats that someone has. And so it's interesting from there. Back to the betting. It's very interesting from a betting standpoint because one one block or one steal or something like that can really change people, the outcomes of people's nights. In some cases, it can change the outcomes of people's lives. And, you know, when you think about the money that people are betting on, these FanDuel sites and, hot streaks and all of these other things, it's really, like, it really matters. Now, I personally, I've noticed all year that, like, I'll get a steal, I'll knock the ball away. And so, for instance, if I, if somebody comes down the lane and I knock the ball away, right, and one of my teammates go pick it up, that's my steal. Or I've noticed it on rebounds, like, I'll go up for a rebound and, like, I'll just tap the ball to one of my teammates. Instead of grabbing, I'll just tap it to my teammates to start the break. And, like, I will look up and I didn't get the rebound. And all year I hadn't really said anything. I will just, like, kind of let it go or whatever. My mom has said something to me for, like, for a while about this. Like, they're not counting your stats. And also my guy Charlie who watches defense like a hawk um, and, and always watches things, he always says it as well. And so when this came out, I was like, well, maybe maybe I should acknowledge this because the reality is – to say that I'm only averaging 0.8 blocks and 0.7 steals or something like that like I know that's not accurate. I, that that's not accurate at all. And so, um yeah, the NBA has to do something about this stat, this this, this stat thing. Um I would like the credit for my rebounds and credit for my blocks. I'd be interested to know if somebody went back and counted up all the blocks that I have, all the steals that I've had that didn't get credit for, all the rebounds that I've had. What what would that actually come out to? Um, I'd be interested in seeing. Like, for instance, last night, um, I had two blocks. Somehow I finished the game with zero blocks. And it's just like, yo, like, two steals and two blocks in a game? That's pretty impressive. Like, I would like my two blocks. So, um, like I said, and, and what you're starting to see is also is like, I remember our old bookkeeper, his name was Fred Katz. Uh, He retired. He was incredible. What you're also starting to see is like a new wave of stat keepers, uh, bookkeepers coming into the game. And quite frankly, they're not as experienced as the Fred Katz of the world. And so, like, maybe they just got to get up to speed and, and realize that, hey, man, if this guy knocked the ball away, that's his. That's not someone else's or if he tapped that rebound or somebody control tip that is his rebound that's not someone else's because quite frankly um I really like I said I haven't really said anything about it all year because I just kind of go on about my day but it does matter um it matters in a major way so someone need to get that right not quite saying the members bookkeeper was or was or was not padded stats I I can't just throw um allegations on there out there like that on people um it's a, it's a stiff allegation so I'm not going to throw it out there but I do know I've been missing some stats and I just kindly like to ask if someone can help me out here and just make sure I give my stats I very much appreciate it because I'm missing some stats here and like I said they do matter so if y'all can see to that that would be great however That's a wrap this episode of the Draymond Green Show. We have an interview coming up later this week with Mr. President himself, C.J. McCollum, leader of the New Orleans Pelicans. As we know, uh, Zion Williamson is an all-star starter. Steph Curry is an all-star starter. Luka Doncic is an all-star starter. LeBron James is an all-star starter. And Big Yoke. Is an all-star starter coming out of the West. Out of the East, you got Donovan Mitchell. You have Kyrie Irving. You have Kevin Durant, Giannis, and JT. Shout out to the all-star starters. We actually have the all-star reserves coming up tonight, I think. Um, If I'm not mistaken, it's tonight. I could be wrong, and it could be Thursday night. So don't quote me on that. Uh, It's possibly Thursday, Jackson. Okay. Well. That's on you to do your research on that. It's Tuesday or Thursday. Don't miss it. That's a wrap from this episode of the Draymond Green Show. Peace.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.